Welcome to Startup Roshi, where we discuss the Zen of startups, or simply starting something new. Every day we'll look at a different Zen story or saying and see how it applies to you, your startup, or your life in general. I'm your host, Dean Sucris. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years and a Zen student for 15. I have a real passion for both, and I hope you will too. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Recently, I've been watching a TV show called The Goldbergs. And if you haven't watched it, it's basically a coming-of-age story uh, set in the 80s. And I find it interesting because it's so nostalgic to me. The themes they talk about, the references, the cartoons, the movies, the music, it's all what I grew up with. So it's really interesting to go back and relive this time. And it got me thinking about the podcast I want to do today, because the way that the show starts is it starts referencing this show takes place 1980 something. And that's how we recall our lives, right? That's how we recall what happened to us. We don't specifically recall an exact date or time, but we recall the general feeling, the emotion, the people, the events, the moments, not a date or a year, 1980-something, 2000-something. We don't recall specifics, but we have emotions. We have feelings attached to periods of our life. And our lives change so much, both personally and professionally, by the people we surround ourselves with. Now, if you're at work, you can say that you don't have a choice. And to some degree, that's true. If you accept a job, if you have a job and you have coworkers, some of that is out of your control. In the entrepreneurial world, we like to say that we want to hire people that match our culture. Are you a culture fit? So many times in startups, there's this no jerk policy where if you're a jerk or you have a big ego, we don't want you here. And in concept, that's 100% true, right? Like, who wants to work with somebody who's a jerk? Nobody. That being said, there's a lot of jerks in the startup world. There's a lot of entrepreneurial jerks. I see so many posts online during, when I'm doing my social media about scantily clad women, fast cars, jets. Like, the idea of success is some young boy's you know, juvenile fantasy of what success is. And a lot of these entrepreneurs are younger. So I get it. But how does that make the women working for these companies feel? If your idea of success is so materialistic and I'll say misogynistic, probably not very good. And I think that's part of the toxic culture we see coming out of Silicon Valley. So where I'm going with this is who are you going to surround yourself with? Who's important to you? Who do you want to look back on in your life and think, how did I ever let that person either come into my life or stay in my life? Life is hard enough. We don't need people in our lives who make it harder. We need people supporting us. I like to say when you see a pedestal, don't get up on a pedestal. How many people can you push up onto that pedestal? Who can you help? Who can you help attain success? Who can you help get a better life? I guarantee you, the more people you help be successful, the more successful you will be. 
those same people will now reach down and pull you up, pull you up with them. Life is much like a rising tide. It lifts all ships. It just doesn't lift the one. The more people around you that succeed, you're going to succeed. But if you have this mentality of a zero sum game where other people have to lose, other people have to go down for you to go up, maybe that will work once. Maybe that will work twice. That it might even work for your entire life. But what kind of way is that to live? What kind of life is that? When you look back, what are you going to look back on? All the people that you hurt? All the people that you kept down? That's not a very good life to look back on. But if you look back and you see, here's all the people I helped. Here's all the people in my life that are happy I was in their life. Now that's something I want to look back on. That's something that one day I hope to achieve. So there's two quotes by Walt Whitman that I like a lot. And they're very similar. So the first one is, we were together. I forget the rest. And the second one is, I have learned that to be with those I like is enough. It seems like Walt had some experience with both good and bad people in his life. And I won't even say bad people because, to be honest, there's other people that just view things differently than we do. That just have different ways of being. And that's fine for them. But they don't have to be around us in our lives. So the first one, we were together. I forget the rest. The rest doesn't matter. The feeling of being surrounded by people who care for you, love you, want you to succeed. Isn't that enough? In today's world, I kind of see this idea of close friendships going by the wayside as we create online friendships, but more like acquaintances. The interactions I see are, what can you do for me? How can I use our relationship to my benefit? And there's something fundamentally wrong with that. Something fundamentally broken with the way relationships are going about today. Now, I'm not saying that that mentality hasn't always existed. It has. But the deep, meaningful, purposeful, lifelong relationships are not as prevalent as they used to be. And that's a shame. Maybe because our lives are more and more online. And maybe because we've become busier in our lives. And maybe it's just because our values have changed. Whatever the case may be, I would say if you have one special person in your life, aside from your loved one, aside from your spouse, some friend that you can go to whenever, wherever, and it's like you've never been apart, that's more valuable than any number of other online relationships you can have. So if you don't have that, go find that. If you do have that, don't lose that. And the other one, I have learned that to be with those I like is enough. To be with those you like, to be surrounded once again by those you get along with, those that support you, and those you support, it's not a one-way street. And what's that different feeling between being in a room with somebody you like and being in a room with somebody you don't like, for whatever reason? It's a huge difference. Mentally, it's taxing to be in a room with somebody that you don't get along with. Why do that to yourself? Now, if you're at work, what are you going to do? You might have to change the situation and leave and find another job or start your own company. If you're married, if you're with somebody and you don't like them, well, then why are you staying? 
because it's convenient, because it's easy, because you don't want to have a difficult conversation, all excuses. It's not easy to create the life you want, not just on a business entrepreneurial level, but on a personal level. And if your personal life gets into shape, gets into alignment, your professional life will follow. So the best of both worlds at work, be surrounded and supported by people you genuinely like. And at the home, friends and family that love you and care about you and want you to succeed on every level. So surround yourself with people who will bring out, when you look back, feelings of love and joy and happiness. It can't always be that way. And for whatever bad ones there are, when you're surrounded by those people that care and love for you, they'll go quicker, they'll go easier. They'll still be tough. But don't you want to face them with people that support you? So take an accounting. Who is like that in your life? Who supports you, helps you, guides you, loves you? Who doesn't? And then ask yourself, what am I going to do about this situation? How can I show these people I care about them and help them? And the people that no longer serve a purpose in your life, why are they still there? And maybe it just takes a painful, difficult discussion, conversation to either convert, change some of those relationships from being hard ones in your life. Maybe they can be supportive. But if they can't, then do something for yourself. Believe in yourself enough to surround yourself with people that love you. Appreciate yourself enough to know that you deserve to be surrounded by people that love and care about you. So where are you going to start on that path today? If you have any questions, suggestions, or thoughts, send me an email at dean at startuproshi.com. I really want to hear from you. Or connect with me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Startup Roshi. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. It helps other people find us and really makes a difference. Until next time, keep digging down in order to build up. Thanks.